When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you have one restaurant that you go to? One, you gotta, gotta have multiple varieties, Salih. Do you know who this is? It's Eric Church. That's Eric Church. That's exactly yep. right. So Eric Church is a very popular country music performer. Just learned um, that this morning. <laughs> I know you did. I, I'm, I'm kind of a mid-country music guy. I'll listen to it occasionally. <laughs> I, I, I know that song. That's one of the, the few that I do know. Um, he sells out venues. He's a popular performer. He is somebody that tours the country and packs people in. He was scheduled to have some concerts this weekend, and he said, you know what, peace out. I'm not, I'm not doing it because Carolina's in the Final Four. He is a huge UNC fan. They're playing Duke in the NCAA tournament for the first time ever in the Final Four. Mike Krzyzewski, potentially his last game ever, and Eric Church is pulling the plug on his concerts to go watch basketball. I love it. <laughs> absolutely hey you guys bought the tickets we'll we'll get you down the line we'll make good on that but i'm gonna go see hubert davis and mike shishevsky face off so is he getting a lot of heat for this like are people upset oh, yeah. his, at his him fans hate it i mean like if you're going to this if you're gonna go to that concert it sucks for you you could probably plan you come out of town you get a hotel room all this stuff and then he cancels it last minute there's i don't think there's a lot of people being like oh yeah go eric church but you know i i don't think he cares Okay, I, 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 I think this is I think this is very interesting because there are not too many times where, like what he's doing, he's he's doing something for himself. So can you say, hey, is this a selfish act? Of course it is. It's a selfish act. You got uh, a lot of people that are buying your tickets. They want to see you in concert. But I, I got to be honest, I, I don't blame him for one second that, you know, at times you try to accommodate for everybody else. And then you find this one thing that means so much to you. And, and Trev, you know what I'm talking about when you know I'm going to regret that decision if I don't do this. I'm never going to get it back, and I'm always going to look back at it and say to myself, I didn't freaking go to Duke, North Carolina, when they were both in the Final Four. It's Coach Coach K potentially his final weekend. I'm a North Carolina guy. I think he can come back. And wherever that you know that that concert Emily, that he was going to go do, supposed to be. Do you know where the this show? Was I gotta scheduled? double check it. And, Think and about do, this. Do, do, you're you're going to tell me San Antonio. San Antonio. Look up what the, the ticket prices were roughly going for. I'm I'm curious what the, the oh AT and T Center. Yep. Yeah. So go ahead, Slee. I was just going to say, you can make up. I'm telling you, those people, he can find a way. You know what? I was going to do a hour-and-a-half set. I'm going to do a two-and-a-half-hour set. Keep your tickets. There's a way to make up for that. You know what you can't do? Go to another Duke-North Carolina Final Four game that's coming up this weekend. So I kind of like it. I do have the average ticket price was between 100 and 142 So it's not okay. like it's breaking the bank. But, but it's yeah. real money. Right. It's real money. Yeah. 150 bucks, 100 bucks. that's that's real money. But, Al, you, you're it. What you do is you say, people of San Antonio, I am really sorry but this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I have to go. I will come back to San Antonio. I will give you a show. 
I will give you the best show that I can possibly give you. Like you said, Free we drinks. usually do we usually do two hours. I'm going to give you two and a half. I'm going to give you three. You know what? First two rounds are on Eric Church. Everybody come on in. I got a couple of drinks for y'all. We're, that you can make it right because you're exactly right. Here, here, the UC Santa Barbara Gauchos have been to the College World Series one time. Mm-hmm. One time. They went in 2015. Okay? They go to the College World Series in 2015. And I said, I called a couple of my teammates, my former teammates, and said, guys, we have to go to this. Mm. We, 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 I don't know if they're ever going back. Sure. I don't know if when they do go back, we'll ever have the, the means or the ability to go. We need to go do this. A couple of my teammates rallied. One of them did not. Okay? One of them was had a, this is, he had a family vacation. He's got four kids. What up, O'Coin? He has four kids. He was going to Washington, D.C. with his family. And he's like, I, I cannot get out of it. We've been planning this trip for six months. I have to go. To this day, he says he regrets not going to the College World Series and seeing the Gauchos play. Okay, so it, we, we were talking about this just a little bit before the uh, during our prep call, and I mentioned San Diego State. And the look Emily gave me when I said just to make it to the Sweet 16, she was like, that's the most pathetic like, thing other I've ever heard, Al. But I want to explain. I went to – I've gone to two Sweet 16s. Late, or the Essex have been to two Sweet 16s. I went to both of them. Both of them were in Anaheim. And it was the most devastating sporting events I've ever been to. It was a, just an absolute mistake. Spent 300 bucks for the worst seat in the house, and they got their you-know-what's kicked. But I'm with you. There are certain things that may never happen again. And if you know your squad or you know your team, um, bro, it, it, if the Lakers are in the finals and it's against the Boston Celtics – and you have two tickets to go to Boston, and it's yes. game six, a chance yes. to clinch it all. Yes. Uh, what, what are you going to do? Like, th- these are things you have to. It's a risk. <laughs> you know, but, you're obviously well, taking a chance. You could lose that game, but you well, got to do it. The, the, the whole, okay, can I get a little old man metaphysical for a second? Yes. You don't remember money. You don't remember buying things. You don't remember, uh, you know, work, really. What you remember are experiences. Because you were hammered. What you remember are events that you attended and who you attended them with. Special moments are what you remember, right? I can't tell you about this game or that game. I can tell you who I was with when I had this round of golf or this show or any of those things. That's what he's collecting. He, he's going to do hundreds of more concerts. Oh, yeah. He's, he's not going to get a chance to go see something that means well, – we can argue whether it should mean that. It doesn't matter. It means that much to him. He's going to go do it. He's going to probably go do it with people that mean a lot to him. Absolutely go do it. I am 100% on his side. I, I have one thing, too, that I thought about. So what if you were, like, a boyfriend or a girlfriend that was being dragged to this Eric Church concert and you got it canceled? Isn't that a great thing to feel like, okay, canceled plans? It's, is there nothing better than having the Especially feeling of canceled plans? something you didn't want to see. Oh, if you didn't want to go? Oh, that's yeah. gold. And oh, you get no, credit for going. You get credit for going. Like, look, I was going to go to that stupid Eric Church show and, with you. And now you get to go watch the Final Four. Now you get to go watch the Final Four. I didn't cancel it. He canceled it. I can't go on the makeup date. That's on him. Don't get mad at me. I wasn't going to do it. 877-710-ESPN. What is it okay to skip? Is, is it, if it means something to you, is it always okay to skip it? There will be more work days. You know, when you get into weddings, funerals, family vacations, those are harder to walk away from. Those are a little more challenging. Is there anything – San Diego State is in the championship game. Mm-hmm. You are getting married. Championship of what? Day. What are they – the championship of <laughs> – Basketball. Uh, Basketball. Okay. Yep. They're, gonna, they're, they're playing – I don't know. They're playing Kentucky for the national mm-hmm. championship. 
It's in San Diego. Bunch of your buddies are going. It just so happens that's the very same day you planned your wedding for. What are we doing? That's jacked up, bro. That's what, this is what I'm talking about. That is about. the most jacked up situation I've ever heard of. Um, and and you're putting Al, you got to come. You got to come. You got to come. Well, no, they can't go either because they're going to be at my wedding. So I'm screwing everybody. <laughs> oh, Everybody's coming down. If Everybody's coming wedding, down with me. No, no, no. If I'm in your wedding, Al, I'm really sorry, but I ain't coming. I'm going we to have, basketball game. We have uh, a projector that's airing the game the entire time. Okay. The entire it. time it's airing the game. And it's an open bar. Come hang out. Travel. I'll make it, so you're I'll going make to the it good enough. I'll make it good enough to where you're going to enjoy yourself at the wedding while the game is on. Okay. Let me. It's my wedding, and you are my best man in yep. the same situation. Are you coming yep. to my wedding? You going to the basketball game? I am. I am cutting the electricity from the from the ballroom, yeah. and I'm going to make sure that either the piping goes out or there's no electricity, so you have to move it one week. I don't think we have to worry about Taylor playing hooky from us ever either, because uh, hey, I don't listen, think his teams will get listen. there. If the Kings made the play-in tournament, I might quit this job. <laughs> It's Kings against the Timberwolves in the 9-10. I'm going. Peace out. It doesn't matter. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> I don't care That's what awesome. you guys say. We are out of it. Let's try a phone call here. Let's go to Riverside and Don. Don, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Yeah, I would skip any event to watch your sporting event. I uh, had to go to Disneyland with the family. Uh, and I, I don't know what year it was, but it was when the Rams played the Panthers in the NFC Championship game. And it went into double OT, and Steve Smith caught the ball and just kept running in the end zone. I don't know if you guys remember that. Sure. But you and remember you were that? At, you were at Disneyland with the family instead of at the game? Uh, I wouldn't know. Well, I wouldn't know at the game, but I didn't even get to watch the game. <laughs> well, so, that's different. Like, and I I'm can, a diehard Rams fan. It's a good okay. family man right there. I, I, for sure. But uh, is, is that not a little different? Thanks for the call, Don. Is that not a little different, the watching it on TV, like – you could say, dude, you're really going to watch a game on because how about this? How about you you DVR it, and how about you just come back and watch it later? And no one at this thing will talk about it. But going to it is a totally different animal. Bro, his setup for this weekend, that's I don't I don't even have to be a Duke North Carolina fan. If you told me one of my bucket lists is to go to a Duke North Carolina game, there's a few different sporting events that you're like that'd be a really cool event too. It's the Final Four, and this dude's a North Carolina fan. I mean, I, I, I was reading some of the tweets. There's people going at him. Um, like you just said, put the game on DVR. Are you kidding me? We did this, do that. I, I, I would apologize as best as I can, but that sounds like a no-freaking-brainer in his situation. It, it is. It, it, look, Don, you're a good dad. You're a good husband for going to Disneyland. For Very good family. dad. Here's what I'm just saying. In this situation, if we're extrapolating this a little bit and you had a chance to go, what you do is you tell Mrs. Don and and, and baby Don's. That we'll go tomorrow. Guys, Disneyland's not going anywhere. Daddy's going to the football game. We'll go. You get to skip school on Monday. We're going to go watch some football on Sunday. We'll all go hit uh, Disneyland. We'll do the Matterhorn on Monday morning. It's all fine. Dad's going to the football game. If you don't like it, well, that's your problem, not mine. You know what's funny? As, as simple as that sounds in our head, the same thing could be on the other side where she could be saying, what the hell are you talking about? They, they Don't they have another season next year? Just go to another game next season. Isn't there another game but coming up if they win game, this one? Right? Oh, no, we know yeah. that. We know <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> okay.
I see what you're but saying. I think the other side is like, this is the stupidest argument I've ever heard. Of course we're going to Disneyland <laughs> with the family. <laughs> Peter Pan ride is brand new. They just repainted all the ships. What do you mean you're going to go watch Steve Smith catch a touchdown pass? Did you say? Did you say to me before that you like Disneyland? I do. Okay, yeah, you were. I, I'm yeah. trying to think here because I couldn't remember if that was a conversation we had. I, I'm I'm on the complete other side. I can't. Can you <laughs> that imagine? Surprise me at all. July, <laughs> middle hey. of July, and yeah. you're walking around for ten hours in the heat. It's it's not for me. Well, it's it's not very hot in July. It's inexpensive. It's easy to move around. Water's Kids. only six bucks. <laughs> Kids are always in a good mood. They never complain about anything once you're there. Eight they ounces, never... <laughs> so you need nine bottles. What do you, what do you mean we got to wait 45 minutes to go on Dumbo? Well, they, they, be lucky it's not an hour and 45 minutes. That's the way it is. I don't know why I like it, but I do. I've always yep. enjoyed it. I, I, I think it's part of it. I always like going as a kid, and I like seeing my kids have a good time. As dorky as that sounds. Do you ever – no, it does sound dorky. I get it. You ever have um, friends or family that buy the annual pass, and they're just going – I mean, they're hitting it up like a Costco. <laughs> I don't know the guy selling the churros by name. I'm not what there. is it? Hey, Dave. On Thursday at 2.30, I'm just going to swing by Disneyland. It's going to take me an hour and a half to get there. Hit me with that. Uh, give me the usual, Dave. Give me the usual. Churro and a frozen lemonade. Emily, what's up? I was going to say, would you skip for a parade? Because I, so when no. UVA won the national championship, I had just started work and I couldn't really afford to go or buy tickets to the game. So that was kind of out of the question. It was also in Minneapolis, but I considered going down to Charlottesville for the parade. Do you think I should have, I, I didn't do it in the long run. And I kind do you of regret, regret it? it? I do yeah. regret it. What I, did you do instead? So I well I just watched the game. I was actually at work when it happened. No, no, the parade. I mean, oh, what, what parade? did you do instead of the parade? I I just watched it on TV. I, it was kind of lame, and I I wish I would. I, I had where to were you living at the time? I was in Connecticut, so oh, I I would okay. have been a train well, ride. I would have stayed with my friends. My friends I got a perfect school, example. But... Emily Emily, perfect example. I was working in San Diego at a sports radio station there. Lakers had won the championship in 2010. No, two two thousand nine is when the two thousand nine two thousand ten season they beat Orlando. I took a day off of work, came up. It's the only parade I've ever been to. It was a Lakers parade, one of the That's coolest events I've ever been to. Well, I went to a recent one. Went to a recent one with the Rams. Parade. But the Lake Parade, that's the only parade I've ever been to. So to answer your question, I, I, I took a day off of work to do that. It was great. I if, it, if it means something to you, it's worth doing it. It's yeah. simple, Even a North Carolina game, Gaucho baseball, San Diego State, Virginia, if it's something you want to be at and something you'll remember, go do it. Eric Church. I stand with you. Skip as many concerts as you want to go watch your basketball team. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. The Rams, speaking of, Slee, um, there's a list going around that blew my mind that not only is it, is it crazy to think about, but it's really good news for the Rams moving forward. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Shh. 
Should we talk about the Galaxy? <laughs> what do you think, we... Trev? 90%? You think I we're think 90% LeBron talk? I, I feel like that's high. I, I, like 84 tops. I think that, that we, we, we top out at 84%. Let's uh, go Galaxy. Let's hit the yeah, Galaxy. I'm with you. Do it. LAFC. LAFC can, this weekend. It's become an, an MLS show, a regular MLS show. Uh, so you ready for this? Yeah. <laughs> I told you that I have that dream where I, I pop up and I, I have to go pitch. It, it, I haven't thrown a baseball in 30 years. My former head coach at UC Santa Barbara has sent a text. What up, Coach Ferrer? I wake up in the middle of the night, and I'm coaching again. I just found out that we play in an hour, and all I have is you to pitch. Are you up for it? <laughs> so th- this That's is nice. Awesome. This is nice. That I- I'm glad that uh, I'm not the only one scaring myself having to walk back out there again. Do you have-, you have none of those recurring dreams where you have to do something physical that you just physically can't do it? No, I'm, I'm telling you, I-, I have dreams that are so random. You feel like um, – you feel like – I, I- I told you I, there was a time that definitely I knew I was dreaming, which is always unique, but that hasn't happened in a long time. I'm with I'm a little bit with Taylor on the something driving related and my brakes aren't working. That's happened a few times, but not like, hey, there it is again, you know, <laughs> once every 30 days. No, it's, it's not kind of a frequent. continuous. It's it's just I, when, I think it's whenever I'm feeling weak physically. It's like, ah, here it comes. Emily, I don't want to put you on the spot. Can you tell the one about that you told me off the, the air about? Because yeah. that, that's genuinely scary. <laughs> so I, I, I held off saying on air because it is kind of scary. So I have this dream where the I'm moon. I'm already nervous right now, and I don't even know the story. <laughs> the moon crashes into the earth. So, like, essentially, we leave, I, for some reason, leave the house, and everybody's on my street looking up in the sky, and the moon just keeps coming closer and closer and closer until it crashes, and we're all on the street, and it just, that's when the world ends, and then I wake up. I so, almost feel like I sent her a YouTube video or something. Essentially. <laughs> and See, then, what, what, Emily, what is your fear and my fear? That's what Alan does to relax. He looks at <laughs> apocalyptic scenarios where uh, he's like, right. oh, look at this. so bomb. much better this, now. This would kill everybody. So now whenever the moon's like a little too big in the sky, like it's a bigger moon for some reason that night, it just it throws me off. I'm like, it's happening. It's going to happen right now. So, yeah, that, that, that keeps me up at night sometimes. Yeah. Apocalyptic dreams are not super relaxing. Those wait, wait till you guys have kids. Those are those are super fun where you have to try to save them. Great. Any any uh, analysts out there? Any sort of psychologists that want to peel the onion on Emily's moon dream, my baseball dream? We can uh, we can figure them all out. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle your home, your auto, or motorcycle insurance. Visit progressive.com. Slee, I think we probably both would have guessed who's had the longest consecutive season without a losing season in the NFL because we you hear that brought up with Mike Tomlin a lot. Mike Tomlin hasn't had a losing season since I think it's 08, right? The Steelers haven't had a losing season since 2003, which is extraordinary. Hmm. The Chiefs are number two at 2012. They haven't had a losing season in 10 years. The Titans, I think, are a big surprise at 2015, but now we're getting pretty recent. The Rams are next, Slee. The Rams have not had a losing season since 2016. That was the last year of Jeff Fisher. The other, what would that be? One, two, three, four, five. The other 27 teams in this league have had a losing season more recently. And teams that are are, are very functional. The Seahawks were, had a losing record last the year. Packers. The Packers. The Packers, right? You look at the Patriots, 2002. Uh, the Green Bay, 2018, a couple years after the Rams. The point of all of this is this is directly connected to Sean McVay. 
directly. Sean McVay shows up in 2017. They haven't had a losing season since. This league is set up to have you be pretty good and then not so good, maybe very good and then actually kind of crappy. That's that's life in the NFL that the Rams have cracked that code with one coach, one general manager, and a couple of different quarterbacks is extraordinary. It, it really is something else, Lee, and it makes me feel incredibly good about what's coming up because we've all the pieces have moved. They've taken two teams to the Super Bowl that are entirely different other than Aaron Donald, really. That they've been able to do that is nothing short of a miracle, really. Okay, so a couple things here. I, I think the first thing that's most impressive to me is this is the NFL, right? The NFL, you can have a really good season, and then half of the teams that made it to the playoffs – probably don't make it the following year. So it just kind of shows how random is not the right way to put it, but I do think there is some, you know, obviously some luck and some injuries and staying healthy and everything else. But I think it just shows you never know who's going to win it any given season. You never know who's going to represent the AFC and the NFC. It's not that you don't have your favorites. It's not that the Kansas City Chiefs can't get there every single year or the Patriots with Tom Brady every other season it seems like they win a Super Bowl. It's there is true parity in the NFL, something that you don't see nearly as often in the NBA. Just use the NBA as an example, which is why I think we're looking at this season. We're comparing, look how many different teams can come out of it. That's unique in the NBA. That's not unique in the NFL. The other piece of it, you tell me if there's something to this as well. When did the Rams move back to L.A.? Was it 2016? Yes. Okay, 2016. Do you think part of this also has to do, and it's not taking credit away from Sean McVay and Les Snead and everything else. It's more just, hey, if we're going to come into the Los Angeles market, we better be, um, we we have to be a good franchise. We have no choice but to be a good franchise. That Forget that you're competing with all these other teams in the NFC. Forget that you're competing and, and you know your goal is to win a Super Bowl. If you want to be relevant in L.A., I think there's a pressure here in Los Angeles that they didn't have to face in St. Louis. I think that has a lot to do with it, too. I, I think it's a part of it, but it, just because you want to doesn't mean you It will. doesn't guarantee you anything. <laughs> exactly. Right. Look at the right. Chargers. Chargers had a losing season two years ago. Chargers showed up the same time as the Rams. And but the Chargers seasons. are the equivalent of what they were, I think, in San Diego, right? Like, it's not, it's not well, that much different, but I know what you're saying. Well, the, the difference there is that while all the other pieces have changed for the Chargers, the quarterback has changed, the head coach has changed, the, the, the city has changed, the owners haven't. And, right? So they're, they're the ones that are kind of the tip of the spear, and those guys can't figure out what they're doing at all. So they're going to have good years and bad years. They're going to be more of a typical NFL team. That The Rams, not, I agree with the, the concept of it. That we're coming in, we got to make a splash. It's LA. You got the Lakers. You got the Dodgers. You got SC. We we can't just show up and have everybody be thrilled about our. And everybody's going to come, right? It's not, this is, it doesn't it's work not like Green that. Bay. It's not some no. of these other markets. Look, for instance, when uh, the Browns, right, when they relaunched the Browns in Cleveland, everybody in Cleveland's like, "Yeah, Browns!" When the Rams came back, it's like, "Yeah, cool." <laughs> it just was, yeah, all right. You know, are you good? No, you guys are four and twelve. Yeah, let, let, let me know. You know, it's the, the the pressure is real, but being able to execute under that pressure is what is so unusual. Sean McVay, I, I'm, okay, hold on, knocking on wood. Sean McVay hasn't missed a trick since he's gotten here, mm-hmm. right? He really hasn't. That he took a quarterback that everyone thought couldn't play. Those seven games that Jared Goff played for the Rams with Jeff Fisher, he won zero of them. 
okay? And it was like, hey, listen, what are we going to do? We just gave away everything for this guy. This doesn't look like it's going to work. Turned him into a, a division winner right away. Took him to the Super Bowl in two years. And then he realized, you know what, we got to change this out. It's not good enough. And they go and they win a Super Bowl. Like, there hasn't been a miss. I'm not saying every player, but every big move that they've tried has hit. And you, you can't get lucky this many times in a row. You only succeed this many times in a row because you really know what you're doing. And that's what's so. That's why I'm so bullish on these guys, and that's why you're bullish on the Dodgers, and that's why you look at a team like the Lakers like, yeah, we'll see, because there they have been some misses along the way. The Rams haven't had any. It's crazy. Well, th- this is, you know, when, when you look at that stat and we talk about every year it's a new team, you always got five, six new teams that are in the postseason. To have that consistency from the Rams – that is pretty amazing. By the way, it's not just the Rams. I was surprised Titans were on that list. Uh, there, there's a few surprises that were on there, but I did. I, I taking away credit would be the wrong thing. Trying to find a narrative of oh well, it's because of this or because of that. I think that's just. It would be just trying not to give credit to an organization that deserves the credit. Let me. Let me, let me if tomorrow you had to, you, that, you're just going to snap your fingers and either Aaron Donald or Sean McVay is going to a different team. Mm-hmm. You can only keep one of those two guys. Who do you pick? Mm-hmm. I, I think you pick, you have to pick Sean McVay, right? As much as you'd hate to see Aaron Donald leave. Aaron Donald might be the greatest defensive player to ever play. But that's just life in football, right? Players come, players go, players get older. They're really good, and they start to fade, and then you got to go find the new guy. The guy that's in charge of picking the new guys and coaching the new guys, I think is the most important piece of the puzzle. He's... 30 something 36 or whatever it is we're talking about that he's got so much runway left he's got to be the guy that listen that could probably be which by the way it's crazy to say that out loud it it, it sounds crazy in my head to say that out loud i don't think you could do that in the nba i don't think you could because is there a sean mcveigh equivalent in the nba like greg i mean greg popovich has won a bunch of titles but do you see what i'm saying that the, the equivalent of the best player in the nba yeah. and the coach you're typically winning because you have the player. Not that you don't need the players in the NFL, but you're also spread out amongst a roster of X amount of guys where in the NBA it's so few that you actually have a star player. And then the difference, too, football, the coach, has such an impact on how the team performs. If I have Giannis, I'm going to win a bunch of games. Even if, even if I'm the coach of the team, if I have Giannis, we're going to go win 50 games just because Giannis is on my team. If I coach the Rams – they're going to lose 17 times. <laughs> you know what I mean? That I could not coach them to one single victory. In basketball, I could just say, hey, Giannis, just go out there and just do whatever you want to do. I'm going to win a handful of games, right? I'm, I'm not sure. I'm looking at the MLS standings right now. <laughs> Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're good. They got that guy. Eastern He's very Conference. Good. He's very and good. Yes. Actually, by the way, LFC is number one in the, in the West. Just heads up there. Yeah, I, you don't need Galaxy number seven. You don't. Man, yeah, who cares about the Galaxy? Factor cap coming up next. Would you be embarrassed if you got caught on camera leaving early? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, guys. Just as a fact, we are not in the apocalypse quite yet. Uh, <laughs> but just yet. keep an eye on that moon. Just not keep yet. an eye on that moon. It's a tricky one. Um, so... Got a couple of videos I'm going to send you tonight to help you go to bed. <laughs> okay. How good. are you? Yeah. <laughs> um, Crypto.com. <laughs> so I was kind of bored yesterday, so I looked up uh, the Wi-Fi router names are in my neighborhood. So I don't know if you guys experienced this. Will... <laughs> to say you were let's, bored. Yeah, let's start over here. Oh, oh, yeah, bored. let's do that wow. again. Wow. I was wow. so bored. And so, well, I was trying to log into my Wi-Fi. It wasn't working, but I was like, okay, here's – and it was like, oh, these are – some funny names. My our house's name is like not Billy Eilish's Wi-Fi. I don't know. I didn't name that, but anyway. So sometimes were you trying to see if there was any open, anybody yeah. not not uh, no oh, private connections? Yeah, exactly. That's kind of okay. what I was thinking. Anyway, so you but it got me thinking. Uh, do you you leave the Wi-Fi name that you got with the router? So if it was a weird, uh, weird, strange name, you don't change it. Travis Fedricap. Yeah, ours is whatever Cox gave us. <laughs> That's what it's called. Uh, it, it's some w- random combination of letters and numbers that is uh, – I, I have to look it up every single time. I mean, I know the, your devices connect automatically, but when you get a new TV or whatever and you need to connect to it. Or if you have a guest over. The guests, all of those things. Yeah, no, I, I not only do I not change it, I couldn't even begin to tell you how to start the process of changing it. I don't have a clever name for my Wi-Fi setup. You just got to call AAA. AAA helps you. They walk you through the whole process with that. Um, I, I do know Trav, that I'm the with houses you. in my neighborhood are so close together mm-hmm. that when I have to search for a network, I get like 50 of them. Yeah. I'm picking up people from two blocks away. I don't, I don't know why that works out like that, but, yeah, they're everywhere. Okay, so I'm the same way. It's, hey, somebody comes over. Hey, what's your Wi-Fi? Uh, 4XYE. <laughs> X Z Z L, you know, you just, I have Hold no on, idea. I'm that down so I can write it down. You later. I, I don't change it. I'm with you. I don't change it. Um, it's probably better to change it because I don't know how many different times I'm, you know, obviously behind the the Wi-Fi box. I can't even really read it. You got to look at it. I mean, it's it's got to be 15 digits slash letters, <laughs> everything else. So it's probably smarter to change it. I I don't do that. Definitely Taylor, don't do it. What about your house? Uh, Cap, I like to personalize, so the classic, not your Wi-Fi. <laughs> not bad. Or like the FBI van. That's a, that's a right. pretty popular one because everyone's like, oh, is there an FBI van on my street? And or it's kind like of a lame joke. Eddie how, Jones, how often are you yep. scrolling the neighborhood Wi-Fi, Emily? I'm, I don't know. I'm more curious just... about what led us to this topic <laughs> than the topic itself. That, Sometimes that... it just interests me. I find it interesting what like people name their Wi-Fi because uh, it can be all, like, especially when I used to live in like a college con like apartment complex. Everybody named it like the strangest Wi-Fis ever, and I was just I don't know. It just kind of makes me laugh sometimes. So I was looking for a laugh yesterday. I'm going to send you some books. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, the, no TikTok life is getting to me. So uh, I was during our show, I looked up and we were, there was a replay of the game from last night, the Lakers and Mavericks. And I saw at one point uh, people leaving the Mavericks uh, stadium. And so I was like, would you get embarrassed by getting caught on camera? So uh, leaving early. So you would be embarrassed if you got caught leaving early on camera. Alan, Fetcher Cap. So not only is this cap, we're talking about a Mavs-Lakers game that was over by the time you're midway through the second quarter. 
right? So now all of a sudden you don't really have much reason to stay. I've left games that are much better than that. At, a, at The stakes are incredibly high, and I'm like, eh, you know what? Let me get out here 15, 20 minutes early. Let's see if I can beat traffic. I'll listen to the game in my uh, in my uh, on my radio. I left the Rams Chiefs game. Remember the Rams <laughs> Chiefs game, story. the Monday night game, arguably the greatest Monday night football I mean, game ever. Going back and forth, uh, you just see the uh, the crowd at the uh, Coliseum is unbelievable. Fourth quarter start. I'm like, all right, guys, that should do it. Um, enjoy the rest of your game, JB. Uh, keep the broadcast going. I'm going to tune into you in just a few minutes. Yeah, I, okay, so this may be just the fact that I am a native Angelino, that I've, I, this is my home, this is where I'd, I'd love to be, and I, I take great pride in being a person from this city. I don't get where anybody would have any – if I want to leave, what do you care? I paid the anybody, ticket. Yeah, it's my money. I'm the one that's going to potentially miss something. I don't understand like this, I stayed to the last out. Well, then fine, stay to the last out. I don't care. I don't. I like to leave. I like to get out of here and go home. What What do you care if I miss the home run in the bottom of the ninth inning? It doesn't. I still like the team. You like the team. I've never understood this thing. Now you can have regret I stay for every pitch, Fine. right? You can have regret. I, I had course. a buddy. I had a buddy of mine that was. I think it was at the first half of the Raptors Lakers game when Kobe dropped eighty one. Anything yeah. can happen. First half. <laughs> Anything can happen. Yeah. Right? Like he left. Or no, I'm sorry. He left after the first half. Right? Sure. Anything can happen in one of these games. But you have to sit through a thousand of those games to get the one, you know, unbelievable. Not a thousand, but you know what I'm saying. Like, you're not thinking in the third quarter. You think Kobe's going to put up 81? <laughs> Look, here, here's the thing. When you ask me to go to a game, I'm asking three questions. Okay, where are the seats? Who's driving? And when are we leaving? Those are the only three things. Like, I don't really care who they're playing. I don't. None, none of that. Where are the seats? Who's driving? Because it ain't me. And number three, when are we leaving? Those are the only three. Who's things driving? Emily. <laughs> That's fine. You can you can drive. Now the next question is: We're leaving at the end of the seventh inning, right? That's the next question. <laughs> okay. Uh, next one. So it's National Pencil Day. I know everybody had this penciled in in their calendar. Sorry. Oh, didn't bump. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's great. Good job, Emily. Uh, <laughs> mechanical pencils are the superior form of pencil. Taylor, factor cap. Fact, 100%. Uh, beats the number two any day of the week for me. Mechanical pencil, you get to pick the, the what do you call it? Like the, the diameter. The lead? Diameter, perfect. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Trav. You're All right, welcome. Trav, you? No, he, he's right for that very reason. That you get, exa- it always it's always sharp because once it gets a little dull, you just rotate the pencil in your hand and the other side is sharp. It is, a regular pencil is a pain in the ass because unless you have that old school third grade thing that like the grinder to sharpen it or you have a pocket knife on you at all times, it, it gets dull in four seconds. A mechanical pencil is the only way to go. Uh, number two pencil. Let's quit screwing around here, guys. Uh, we're professionals. We're athletes. Um, give me the real deal. I do have a pocket knife, and I will sharpen the pencil whenever I need to. It's also a weapon. It could be used at any time. Um, you ever use those? Uh, I think we actually have one in the back of the office. It, it is. I've seen it back there. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't think I've heard it in the 12 years I've been at the station. I think it's been plugged in for 12 years, and nobody's used it. 
Um, but I kind of, I kind of like the, uh, kind of like a. I don't use it. I haven't used a real pencil in forever, but I, I wouldn't mind using it. You never know when you're gonna have to take the SAT suddenly. And you're gonna that's right. That number two pencil. Right, because you can't use the, the mechanical pencil in the SAT right. for some reason. Mm-hmm. Pencils, go pen, pen superior to pencil. Emily, what are you using? Uh, I don't use pens at all, or pencils at all. I almost always use pens, but I do mechanical pen, pen as well, pencil as well. Sorry, I'm all confused. The eraser superior. <laughs> yeah. It is. Because and it's you can replace to erase. those. Yep. The and lead erases easier. It's, it's you a just turn it around, too. Right. It's right. Um, okay, so today is the anniversary of when Spy Kids came out, which was one of my favorite movies growing up. It's actually the first movie that I remember seeing in the theater. I remember walking out of the theater with my dad and him asking what my favorite part was, and it was when the thumb thumbs got beat. Uh, I know everyone that was everyone's favorite part, right? Uh, so <laughs> you remember the first movie that you saw in the theater, Travis Factor Cap. I, I- I don't know if it's the first movie I ever saw in the theater, but I remember my first movie experience, if that makes any sense. I, I, my, this, I looked it up this morning because we were talking about this a little earlier. It's, the movie, it's a movie called The Towering Inferno, which was, came out in 1974. So I'm three years old at this point. It was rated R. <laughs> it, was it really? Let's I have no see. idea. It I is no rated idea. R. You're is it right. Really? No, PG. PG. Okay. Paul Newman, Steve McQueen, Faye Dunaway, Fred Astaire, uh, Richard Chamberlain, Robert Vaughn, Robert Wagner, and O.J. Simpson. So the, these are the, the – I don't know why I remember that movie. It was a drive-in. I went with my folks. My my brother would have been a baby at this point, but I actually remember going to see The Towering Inferno in theaters, and let's just say it's not a great movie. Uh, Poltergeist was the first Putin. No, I'm just kidding. I was four. Um I think the first movie I ever saw in theaters, at least that I can remember, might have been Home Alone. Might have been Home Alone was the first one. And I'm trying to think, maybe there's one before that. I'm, I'm, I I just vividly remember seeing Home Alone in a theater, and I might have been eight or nine years old or something like that, so I, I, I can't remember what else it was. A lot of the Disney movies, a lot of those were seen in theaters. Yeah, um, I remember but going to see Home like Alone's the one I'm thinking of. Pinocchio or, or Snow White or something like that, but I, for whatever reason. What year was Lion King? Building, 90, I think Lion, 98, 94, I oh, think, I think is Lion King. Well, I think it's older than that. that I think it was 94. 94. Yeah. 94. Uh, Taylor, do you have a first movie that you saw? The first uh Spider-Man 3, actually. It's kind of late to the game. That is pretty late. Movies. My How first... old were you? 24. I think uh, 15 or 16. You hadn't seen a movie till you were 15 or 16? No, not really? in theaters. Why? Strict family. Okay. Yeah. And, and I, hmm, I got, got his parents. Why are you asking him? Well, I, they just would have thought that, you know, that's pretty old. They didn't know about it. Movie, huh? Oh, you had to see Superman or Spider-Man, Spider-Man 3, the, yeah. Without, on the sly? Without their permission. Were you Ooh. traumatized by it, or you're like, what's the big deal? It was just a movie of a guy locking up the Green Goblin. No, not traumatized. Just kept going to him after that. Anyway, <laughs> good job. Okay, so uh, this came up. I'm not sure why, but I was reminded by, that my dad does not know how to say the word Chipotle. He always says Chipotle, and we always <laughs> correct him. He, I think he just finds it really funny. I think he finds it funny that we keep on correcting him. So, if, is it GIF or JIF? Isn't that one that's the same <laughs> that's thing another everybody? One. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so if a child or friend finds something, uh, find something that you do annoying, but you find it funny, you do it even harder. Alan, factor cap. Uh, if I find it funny, but it's annoying to them, I find a happy medium. I find a balance, right, where I'm not going to do it to where they're losing their minds, but let me just throw it in. Let me, let me, let me make it uh, 
more comfortable for the both of us because the timing of it is right. I don't need to go out of my way to annoy the person, but I'll find a I'll find a, a, a happy medium. Travis? I, I feel like you're really not asking me this. I think I think you all know the answer to this one for me. Of course I do it, right? It's, it's one of the great pleasures of being a dad is that you can be wrong and just be wrong over and over again, and you get to do it. And, and like, for instance – Anytime you know you're doing something with it kind of grates on the other person and they know that you're doing it just to grate on the other person, it makes it that much more fun. The peacock, messy. It just right. it kind of exactly adds right. it up just a yep. little bit to know that the other guy says, God, I really wish you would stop doing this. Of course I like to get things wrong on purpose. You know what's funny? As you once I kind of know now you're starting to do it just to do it, then all of a sudden I'm like, Why don't I mind it as much? Like you know what I mean? When you find <laughs> When all the pieces start aligning. And, and that's when you stop doing it. It's like, it doesn't bother me anymore. I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> it's like quitting, right? Like we were talking about the Lakers. That's like, hilarious, sometimes bro. you just got to quit. Like once it's like, you know what? I know he's doing it to bother me. That doesn't bother me. That's when I stop. In, your, when, mind, in your mind, you're like, oh, well, that ruined it. If he's not anno- <laughs> if he's not as annoyed, then you don't enjoy it as much. <laughs> yeah, dude, if I don't get the Frank Vogel, I hate this so much face, then I'm going to stop doing it. That's the way that it goes. All right, uh, Home Run Derby is here in L.A. The All-Star Game is here in L.A. this year. But they're going to take a different version of Home Run Derby on the road, Slee, and I think I'm the right man for the job. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier, Slee. They're helping you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Hear a little bounce in my step, a little, oh, uh, yeah. little pep, a little, little spark in my, in my eye. Janice just came into the studio and showed us the Ask Slee t-shirts that we're going to be uh, – we're going to be giving away. We're going to be, be rolling using out this promotion. Mm-hmm. It, they look good, Slee. And the Ask Slee is giant, and it's on the front of the shirt. Cannot wait. It's clean. It's got the show logo on the back. Uh, I'm sure that um, you'll probably end up with 34 of them. Your actual <laughs> your, your dresser at home is just going to have <laughs> stacks of different uh, Ask Slee shirts. No, they look good. They look really good. I've got four boxes in my garage already. Emily, what I'm going to ask of you is to get several boxes for yourself, take them to water polo practice, outfit all of the parents, all of the, the kids, and I want every time you guys go to a tournament, I just want a little army of ask sleaze walking into the pool. One, <laughs> one good thing is it is, it is our colors. It's, our colors are red, black, and uh, red, uh, red, black, and white, so it works out. No, it looks good. It looks really good. And the percentage, I don't know what you, what you negotiated with Disney <laughs> – I'm sure you're out in Burbank and uh, at the corporate offices for Disney and just sitting there. Long-term negotiations. Your attorney, their attorney. I don't know what percentage you're getting back. Um, I just I just want everybody to be happy. That's all, that's all I care about. And I'm happy with the Astley T-shirt. So here's, here's the scenario. Every piece of laundry that you own has been destroyed other than one pair of pants and an Astley T-shirt. You have to go to Starbucks to get your morning coffee. Do you go in shirtless or do you go in rocking ask sleep? I don't think there's any scenario where I go in shirtless. <laughs> so you'd rather ask yes. sleeve than shirtless? 150% yes. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little surprised. I thought that because the 
idea of you <laughs> walking into a place with an ask Slee seems exceedingly unlikely. I'm going to see here. I don't think I have the shirt here. There's a shirt. My girl got me this shirt a while ago. It's like one of those REI shirts, and it's like um, basically it has to do with if you're out camping or something along those lines. It's got some trees on it, blah, blah, blah. And it says, every day is Saturday. It's one of those, okay? okay? And <laughs> every, I don't know what it is. I'm like, never in my life will I actually wear this on a Saturday. <laughs> I don't know what it is <laughs> mentally, but I'm like, I'm not walking into a Starbucks with every day is Saturday, on a Saturday, and I, I think to this day I have not worn it. I don't know what it is, but I, I just find it the cheesiest thing in the world if I was doing that on purpose. On Saturday. On it's Saturday. Like if you, have you worn it on a Wednesday or a well, Friday? I, I, I think her and I determined Tuesday and Wednesday are the only days that it's like it's okay to wear it. But as you start getting closer to the weekend or it's an actual weekend or a Saturday, not happening. Okay. So let's let's change the game here a little bit. Let's say you just did a full load of laundry. Everything's clean and fresh and ready to go. Um, would you ever put on and, and you're not concealing it under a sweatshirt or going to the gym? You're going to wear it. This is going to be my T-shirt for the day. Does Ask Slee make the rotation? Um, yeah. Why not? It's we're rocking the we got the show and the uh, on the back of it. Absolutely. Hell, we're freaking doing a radio show, and they made a shirt for us. So, yes, I would. Good. So we should wear them to the event that we got scheduled. I, I don't know. Uh, Emily, you're going to have to let me know if we can talk about the event that we have scheduled in the near future. We're still holding off on that. We should both wear them that day. Sounds good. Done? Yeah, it'll be awkward, but yeah. <laughs> Why? What's I think awkward it's awkward it? for me. It's got your name on it. That's what I know. That's why it's awkward. That's why my name on it too. It's true. (laughs) My name's on the back, which I'm I'm glad because people are going to see the ask Slee coming and they're going to be like, well, what's that all about? And you're going to have to explain it. And then it's going to be weird. Still to this day. What was it we were doing? Oh, we were announcing the Mandy awards. Yeah. And Tommy and the crew came in and it was uh, ask Slee and it's the Laker Jersey. Come on. That's, that's as good as it gets. So yeah, I'm good. Perfect. So I can't wait till we see uh, what's a slee. <laughs> that, that's that, that's next, right? So you're in line at Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Guy says, "Hey, what's that all about? What's hashtag Ask Slee? What is that?" Slee is uh, it's a, a reptile um, <laughs> found in North Asia. Is that's the that's the area that it's in? I don't know what the hell I would say. I really have no idea you what the hell say, I would no, say. No, that's me. I, 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 the, oh, no, so here, I would not here, say that. Here's the back. Yeah, I would I'm, say that. I'm the Sliwa in the Travis and Sliwa. We do this thing every day, or Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays mm-hmm. at 1045, where people ask me if I would take $100 billion, but I have to be 91. You should listen. It's, it's a great prom- it's a promotional I would, I would probably say, um, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's just great. There's so much to explain. You got, you know, the ships right now and the chips. And uh, make that a pike, a uh, medium <laughs> pike with some almond milk. I'll wait outside. Here's my text, text me when it's ready. <laughs> and I'm never coming back to this Starbucks again. <laughs> I can't wait. That Those look great. Tommy and Janice and everybody else involved in that, those look terrific. Um, I'm going to need multiple editions of that, so make sure that I get my hands on those. Um, Home Run Derby, part of the All-Star Weekend. There's going to be an MLBX tournament. I, I think have... I need you to help explain this whole thing. Okay, so basically they're going to do a little barnstorming thing, right? They're going to they're going to kind of take it around the world, literally. It's going to go to Seoul, South Korea. It's going to go to Mexico City. It's going to go to London. Yep. And they're going to take 
there's there's four teams involved: Sox, Red Sox, Dodgers, Cubs, and Yanks. And they're going to have a legend for each of these teams. They're going to have somebody that is a um, somebody that like their RBI program. That's somebody that's in the community. That's an up and coming player. They're going to have a rising a, star or a whatever. Rising yep. star. They're mm-hmm. going to have a female uh, participant as well that's associated with the team in some regard. And then there's going to be a content creator position where just somebody. It, it, okay. it feels like kind of a catch-all along the way. Let's start with this. The legends they've already chosen, and the Dodger legend is Adrian Gonzalez. Eh. Eh. Dodger legend? I'm, I'm with you on Gonzalez? that. Yeah, I'm I mean, with you look, on that. Adrian Gonzalez is a really nice player. But Adrian Gonzalez played for a lot of different teams. Yeah, you don't you don't think of him just knee jerk no. reaction. Oh, Los Angeles Dodger. No, no. you don't think of that. And even though he was he was really good, but let's get a let's get an Eric Karros or somebody that spent mm. the majority of their time here. That that's you just think more connected to the team. I know that, that Gonzalez does some things with them now, but well, I, he I just, just I'm announced not feeling as, that at all. I think he was just announced too as a broadcaster on Spectrum. I, I, I want to say it. he's going to sure be one of the contributors. Job. Yeah. I'm with you. That's not a Los Angeles Dodger legend. Mike Piazza? He's, what's he doing? He's, he's got to have some time to go to Korea and Mexico and London. <laughs> let's, let's, we get to fly around the world and do this. Okay, will, will you – is this something you're interested in? Um, kind of. I mean, it, look, I, I'm into anything that's kind of quasi-baseball adjacent. I, I like it. Do we know who's going to be the uh, female representative um, – Emily, on this? Because if we don't get Jessica Mendoza, we're doing it wrong. Hmm. She's from the the Southern California area, grew up in Camarillo. Let, let's let's stack our team. I want If we're going to do this, Lee, let's have Andrew Friedman put this team together. Let's let's have him go through it and do some scouting and do some, some softball scouting, some content creator scouting. Really put us The rising together. star that they have should be their top prospect. <laughs> should be I their think top they're trying prospect. to find like a high school kid or something. But well, why you not? know what? Try harder. Gavin Lux. (laughs) We've announced that our team is our our home run participant is Freddie Freeman. Gavin Lux is our up-and-coming player. Jessica Mendoza is our female representation. That's awesome. And And Dave Roberts is the content creator. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do it. Could you hit a home run in softball? Let's say the Little League field, 200 200 feet. You get a softball over there? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I, I've never, I never I played could. softball. I never, so like you know how people have those leagues. I think I told you I used to take when I was working at Kennedy Recreation Center. One of the gigs once a night, you'd keep score, keep score for, right. for the softball games. I mean, they they made it sound like it was Game Seven of the World Series every single game. Guys were chirping at each other like no tomorrow. I'm not actually. I genuinely don't know if I could. I've, I've never I tried think to you hit could. one. Could I think probably most of us at the station probably could. If we had to, if you had to pick somebody and. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take myself out of this just because and I'm not being immodest. Mm-hmm. I, I can't hit a lick. Okay, that, that's never my strong suit in baseball. I mean, I can put my bat on the ball, but what? I, what I got someone in mind. It's got to be Cap, right? I was going to say, I think Cap can hit. I yeah, can see I, Cap hitting. I bet you Cap is a pretty good softball player. I bet you he's a little – he's about 15% too competitive in that environment. Like, it's just it – not, not to where he's taken out the catcher, but yeah. to the point where he's sliding into home plate with the winning run. Right? Am I am I reading that right? Does it's that his sound about own right? team pitching, and he's yelling at his own pitcher. That's a little too inside, buddy. <laughs> it's a little too inside. I, I I can see Cap. I can see Cap hitting. Yeah, and and I can see him caring about something like this. The the problem with this is, do you really think there's some twelve year old kid in Seoul, South Korea, 
who yeah. does not like baseball. Okay, not, not there are obviously tons of Korean baseball fans, but this this young man is he likes video games and music. He does not like baseball. And here comes Nick Swisher and Johnny Gomes into town to hit softball home runs. And oh, hey, they look—he's got a YouTube guy with him as well. Like, what? What's the goal of this thing? I don't—that's the part I don't quite okay, understand. Okay, so when when you guys were first explaining this, and hey, this is what they're going to be doing. I'm not kidding when I say I'm like, I don't, I don't understand what's going on. Who's this appealing to? And maybe it's going to appeal to a younger audience. Maybe you're, you're you have the ability to reach out to somebody that's not a hardcore baseball fan. But to me, it almost reminds me of, remember when the NBA tried doing, what were they doing during the lo- or during uh, uh, the stoppage, right? COVID stoppage, and they were playing horse, and they were doing, th- yeah. they were like trying different things to keep entertained. Not for me, buddy. It's just not for me. Maybe it's for somebody else. I don't think I'm a target on, on this, but when you guys were explaining to me, I didn't really understand it. I, I, I think it would be more of a target if they had someone like actually like a famous TikToker be like, Jojo, uh, Jojo uh, Sliwa, Jojo, Jojo Siwa, yep. Siwa, uh, or you know Charlie D'Amelio out there. Charlie. But then it turns into like the celebrity All Star Game, all that stuff. But I did find out who the uh, Dodger female player is going to be. It's going to be it? Ashton Lansdale. Um, she, she looks like she plays for the USA baseball team. Okay, and um, she looks like a baller. But uh, I don't really know much more about her. So I, I'm in the midst of looking her up. But it's not Jessica Mendoza as of right now. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's going to make Korea fall in love with American baseball overnight. I don't know that, that the people that are in Korea that like baseball, they have a Korean baseball league. They have their own league. It's pretty good. And there are Korean players in the American major leagues. I'm sure that they follow those guys pretty closely. But JoJo Sliwa and who was the other one? Charlie D'Amelio? Yeah, Charlie, Charlie right? D'Amelio. Yep, Charlie, Charlie D'Amelio I don't think is going to set Mexico City ablaze. And, hey, you know what? The Kansas City Royals are my squad right now. Saw Johnny Gomes take BP with JoJo Siwa. I just, I, I'm, where, where am I? I'm missing the connection points. I saw this to uh, Dodger Dago says the answer is Ramona. Yeah. Sure. He, he might be right. Ramona played see. college softball. Yeah, I can see I Ramona mean, just cranking. Of course. She's, she knows what she's, she's a soft. That, that's almost unfair, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ramona is a college softball player. But, look, if we're going to do it, we should at least – we should at least win. But I'm talking people that don't know how to play softball, like me, like you, like Cap, like Sedano. When was the last time you played in a softball game? Like ran the bases, threw the ball across the field? I think it was when I was at uh, I was at Sports Station in San Diego, 1090, and we played at Petco. So nice. that's awesome. over – that's probably 15 years ago. You got on the actual field at yeah, Petco or in that is. one in yeah, center field? Yeah, do. You know, you kind of – Rounding the bases, rounding side. It is what it is. Did you fill no, up your yeah, pockets at, with that dirt? Point. What's did, that? Did you pull some grass out? Did you pull, fill I up stole a base. With dirt? I stole third base. <laughs> <laughs> he took the Tony Gwynn's hat. <laughs> Peace. I'm out of here. Is Sliwa right. taking third base? Yeah, he literally took it. Arguably the most popular game show in history. Debut day today. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.